listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Oh Behave is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash behave. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. It's Oh Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Okay, listeners, let's raise a par to if you're planning a road trip with your dog or cat. Now, to take that whole hum yawn out of a summer vacation, you need to include your canine chum or your feline friend. They just make the whole trip much more enticing, unpredictable, and always fun. So for this special episode of Obehave, I'm happy to team up with my pet savvy pal. This is Dana Humphrey. She is president of Whitegate PR. It's based in the Big Apple. And Dana truly ranks among dogs' best friends. And hey, she thinks cats are pretty cool too. Welcome to the show, Dana. Thanks, Arden. Happy to be here. I'm glad that together we're going to unleash some positively great tips, tricks, and tactics to ensure your next road trip is fun and not frustrating. I'll also share with you some of the good, bad, and fur-flying ugly from my recent road trip with not one, but four dogs in my vehicle. We traveled from Oceanside, California to Sedona, Arizona. So, hey, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, boy, how you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <laughs> yeah, I know, me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. <coughs> no, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. <coughs> no, not for Grandma. But we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own lifebook for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! <coughs> create your own lifebook for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com 
Hi, and welcome to the Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Colleen Safford. Each week, we'll focus on different topics, child pet safety, child pet training, just how to make an appropriate pet selection for your family. All of these things will be covered in each one of our episodes. So we hope that you will join us at the Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. My co-host who is manning the mic today is Dana Humphrey. She is a lifelong pet lover and advocate and also president of Whitegate PR in New York. Hey, Dana, glad to have you back. It's great to be back. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Dana. You missed quite an adventure on my recent road trip to Sedona, Arizona with four dogs and a neighbor friend in my SUV. I'm sure I did. It sounds like quite the trip. I can't wait to hear all about it. I mean, seriously, folks, when I was trying to look out my back window, it was full of slobber nose art, I would say. So, you know, the defrost button would never have worked. And good luck trying to do the windshield wiper because this was coming from the inside out. (laughs) But I did manage to not live in fur because two of the four dogs are shedders and two are not. So, and I don't shed that much and neither did my travel companion. But, uh. It was a 10-hour drive each way from Oceanside, California to Sedona, Arizona. And we started the trip off on the right paw, Dana. We left on time. We got up at yawn. We left at 5.30 in the morning. At the break of yawn. Oh, at the break of yawn. That's good. That's good. So picture this, folks. Yes, I'm one of the few Americans that still has a Saturn. Looking for a car dealer that will do my oil change out there, anyone. But it's a nifty little SUV. And in the back... I was able to put my dog Chipper, a 60-pound golden retriever husky, in there with Stanley, a little 12, 14-pound mini poodle, and Stella, a 80-pound pit bull boxer mix, the most mellow dog I've ever met. They all were able to fit in the back end of the car, and I put one of those, uh, you know, Florida ceiling bar things so they didn't try to come over the seat, Dana, and and try to drive. You don't want any backseat barking. (laughs) <laughs> no, no backseat bark. And although I think Chipper was trying to be the, the replacement for OnStar and, you know, my navigation. <laughs> hey, hey, turn here. There's a fire hydrant. Hey. And then we were able to position the fourth dog, Cleo, who is my little 12-pound mystery mutt. And it's very important, folks. We don't want our dogs or our cats kind of roaming free in either the front seat, the middle seat, or the back seat. So she had her own little car pet harness fitted through her and a little seat belt it's very inexpensive you can get it to any pet supply store and of course a little circle orthopedic bed so she could ride like a princess i don't know about you dana but (laughs) i wish i could ride like a princess i'd rather ride like a queen but but that's a different story well okay okay (laughs) it is very important to make sure that the pets are strapped in though they can they can bounce around just like people can or kids it's you know i I, have them them all in their places with bright shiny faces and 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 as much as it's a temptation you want to reach out and pet your pet while you're driving 
not a good idea. So keep them out of your reach. Keep them nice and secure. And then you can actually, you know, pay attention to the road. Please don't text while you drive. I don't get that. I don't know about you, Dana, but when you pack for your pet, you pack more for your dog or your cat than you do yourself. I don't know. What do you think? You had a pug at one time. Did you feel that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to have everything in place, the treats, the poop bags, the emergency, you know, paper towels. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, we had a special bag, and we called it the Stanley bag. Stanley is the miniature poodle who sometimes gets motion sick. Um, Fortunately, I was able to convince my traveling companion, Jocelyn, please, please do not feed Stanley a huge meal breakfast before we hit this road because we're going to find the breakfast all over the back end of the car. So note to people, right, if the dog has a little motion queasy, please don't set yourself up for failure. (laughs) So he actually, we worked with the, the veterinarian and there's a new pill. I don't know the special name, but check with your vet. They actually have now created a motion sickness pill that you can give your doggy, and you've got to do it about an hour or two before you hit the road. And I've got to happily report that Stanley kept everything that he consumed in his belly until it was time to you know, make the deposit on the south end. Great. I'm sure all the other dogs were happy about that as well. You know, I think so too because their sense of smell is, is pretty strong compared to ours. Can you imagine? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be talking about potty and puke, but it is an important issue. So I think everybody should have a bag that has paper towels in it, some wet naps, hand sanitizers, some plastic bags that you can discard the goo from the paper towels into and toss out of your car in a receptacle, folks, not on the road. But it sounds silly, but you'll feel better if you have that little safety bag. But, you know, I was surprised. I was doing some homework for this segment, Dana, and I I was really surprised. I think you dug up some of the same pet travel trends. I mean, there's a lot of Americans that are out and about with their dog or cat or pet lizard out there, right? What are some You're of the You're not pet alone. Trends? Yeah. You're not alone. People all over the, over the country are traveling with their pets, especially in the summer. Like you said, it's more fun to bring your furry pal. Yeah, yeah, I agree, too. I agree. I mean, I was blown away. There's about 29 million Americans who travel with their pets at least 50 miles one way. And, you know, that's pretty good. Now, it's easy to figure that that dogs are the number one uh, travel companion. About 78% of the pets are dogs. But, hey, uh, you know, cats, they're number two at 15%. And, they're not too you know, far behind. No, no. My two cats actually uh, are pretty good travelers. Obviously, the auto or truck is the number one way we transport our pets when we're on a trip. But the RV, my gosh, 10% of us travel with pets and RVs, and airlines are at 6%. I'm not sure if that'll increase with some of these pet-friendly airlines or not, or if they're going to be counted as baggage now. What do you, you know, maybe that's your only carry-on now, is your chihuahua? <laughs> yes. I think that number's going to go up. Yeah. More people are traveling, more people are flying, and I think pets are taking on that trend as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, they're probably going to get some frequent flying fur miles <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, listeners, I don't know about you, but with my dogs, Chipper and Cleo, all I have to do is say, do you want to go? And I don't even have to finish the sentence. They're already prancing and dancing and grabbing their leashes. I think there's something about 
road trips that just bring out the, all the senses for a dog. I mean, think of the, the sights, the sounds, the smells. Have you had any uh, fun adventures with a, a dog on a trip anywhere lately, Dana? You know, I have done some road tripping with, with dogs before. I recently went with my furry pal, Molly. She's a little multi-poo on the train. We took her on the train up to, um, up to New Jersey, and she loved it. You got she to go a on a train? Time. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And what were some of the things that now that you've completed the trip that you lessons learned, I guess, that you could share with our listeners to help us make sure we have a good trip with our pets? Well, I think we were very prepared with all this, all of the supplies. It was a little bit cold out, so she had a little shirt on, and we had a collar and lead and a bag so that she could safely ride in the train. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe one one mistake that we learned is that she had had a bath that morning, so she was still a little damp. And um, I don't think the other passengers really appreciated the uh, the fur flying on the train. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Well, it's either that you can either be on a train with a with a dog or a hairy man like Robin Williams. I think I'll take the dog. I think he sheds a lot too. <laughs> yeah, he might. <laughs> well, that's good though. You you know, I think speaking of that, there are some things that I think everybody should consider is and this is just for me that have have tried and and these are tried and true products that really work and so I want to kind of give a shout out to a few things that I think really you should consider when you're traveling with your dog or your cat especially cats Dana they are really best suited to be in a very high quality carrier you don't mm-hmm. want your cat resting under your gas pedal oh no that, no that's not. that gives a, that's... a whole new image to the word your engine's purring All right <laughs> that can be dangerous for everyone Right. And, and you know, there's a lot of things out there, but uh, a few months back, I adopted a kitty named Zeke. And Zeke is a Dallas cat, Big D Dallas. And I was there to see my sister and uh, uh, friends of mine were had rescued this cat from the streets. And she was about a year old. And I had the delight in taking Zeke back to California as my one of my two carry-on packages in the airplane. It was, I believe it was American. And actually, American was pretty cool with us. Anyway, you know, not all pet carriers are created alike. And you really Very need true. to make sure that you've got one that is airline approved. So go on the websites and do it. But anyway, we got one. It's called Sturdy Bags. And it's made by Sturdy Products. And I'm telling you, Ziki rode in style. It was quite Beautiful. It was better looking than my suitcase, and, and it was I'm very sure she was very comfortable as well. Yeah, you know, you want to be able to have a carrier that can fit under the seat in front of you, but you also want to have little items on it that will make you be able to grab things when you want. So this Easy bag, access. yeah, yeah, like this bag. I, they had this little nice little zipper pouch that I could put a spare harness, a collar with her ID. And everybody, please just make a copy of your pet's medical records because if somebody needs to see them, your vet clinic may be closed at the time they're making the request. So just do a printout. And Zeke rode really well, but what's also more important is with cats. I don't know how many of you try to get cats and carriers, but the sturdy bag has both an, a top opening and a side opening. And it had this nice sturdy mesh so that air could get into see you know her, but you know, she wasn't able to claw her way out. In fact, she actually thought, I think she thought she was in heaven because she was like, <laughs> and slapped and 
She was better than the, you know, the passenger next to me who snored and, you know, drooled on my shoulder while we were riding. And I don't even know the guy. So anyway, it is very important with cats that they're in a carrier. Please don't let them run around in the seat. Cats are the kind that are like, hey, give me a quiet little den and I'll pretend like I'm one of those, you know, camels with my head in the sand. I, what I don't see won't hurt me. So it is okay to get them in a nice, secure carrier. And in fact, when we come back from our commercial break, we're going to let you know, listeners, how you can maybe win one of the sturdy bags. Ooh. So keep listening. Very because, exciting. Yeah, we're going to take a commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. And Dana Humphrey and I will be back to give you some more tips, tricks, and tactics on your next road trip with your pet. Hang in. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books, such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and Me author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash behave. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash behave for your free audiobook. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm happy that uh, my co-host today is Dana Humphrey. She is with Whitegate PR, and she does a lot of work all over the country to make the lives for people and pets better. And we were talking a little bit about the Sturdy Bags by Sturdy Products, and i got to tell you, Dana, it's very nice. I mean, you've heard of the bag, right? Oh, yeah. I think, I th- you know, as much as Zeke loved it, I think Cleo might like it, too. 
Oh, that's a good call, too. Yeah, because she's small enough she can fit in it. I mean, the thing weighs less than three pounds. I know there's a lot of other features. Maybe you want to run down what they have. Sure. Well, something important is, you know, as we mentioned before, it's definitely important to find out what the dimensions of the seat in front of you um, on the particular airline that you're going to be on is so that you can pick a bag that's going to fit under the seat. Um, okay. The dimensions of the sturdy bag in particular are made, you know, specifically for air travel so that it fits well. So you can you can check with your airline and make sure that it works well. But it's it's easy um, and it can assemble quickly. That's important. And, and Especially if you're all thumbs. Less, <laughs> yeah. As you mentioned, it's it weighs less than three pounds, which you know you're already carrying around some luggage. You know, I'm sure your pet weighs you know at least. 10 to 20 pounds if it's going to fit in, in the carrier. So it's, it's nice to have not the extra bulk and weight, but yet still have the durability. Yeah. You know, what I liked about it, too, is the shoulder strap. It didn't, like, pull my shoulder down. It was actually pretty comfortable. It didn't pinch. It just seemed safe. And, and when I put her in there, it was really comfortable, and it has this little... Um, you know, a little uh, bedding that, you know, you can machine wash easily. So to me, it, w- it was a good deal. And in fact, I'm willing, we're going to, the, the folks at Sturdy Products are going to give away one of these Sturdy bags. It's valued at seventy nine ninety five. If you are go to the next Arden Moore Nose Pets e-newsletter, it comes out in May. All you have to do to learn how you can win is go to fourleggedlife.com. And we will put in that newsletter how you can win one of these sturdy bags for your cat or small dog. That's not a bad little prize to give away, right, Dana? Not at all. I want I want to win. Okay, all right. Fourleggedlife.com and sign up for the email newsletter. That's it. And look out for the May issue. Yep, you got it. Now, that's comfort. Now, I think the other thing that's very important for all of us, and I have one in my car, I have a pet first aid kit in my car. I keep it there at all times. I actually took through the American Red Cross the cat first aid class and the dog first aid class. And I've actually taken one for two-leggers, the two-legger, the people first aid kit. So if you want to get like cut your head open or you have a little bad paw or something, I think I can help you out. I can't do major things. But mm-hmm. if you do travel with your pet, you really do need to have a first aid kit. Don't you agree, Dana? Yeah, absolutely. Safety first. That's right. So, But here's something that people don't think about, and they can put it in the kit, and it's easy because it, it just folds up really well. It's the Trimline Veterinary Recovery Collar. It's called the Soft Blue Collar. And, you know, all those obnoxious, hard plastic e-collars that pets have to wear when they have oopsies or injuries, they the bang into everything. I mean, what do you think about this as a, an item to put in your first aid kit, Dana? I would definitely include it in the first aid kit. You never know when you're going to have to use a trimline collar if you need to cut a nail or if there's a splinter in there or some kind of cactus. Did right. you experience that out in Sedona? Any cactus well, injury? Yeah, I hate that. I'm, I'm going to have to close Cleo's ears. So I don't want to embarrass <laughs> her, but um, somehow she managed everybody, ooh, these are dangerous, to get a foxtail in her pee-pee hole. I, I know oh. that's not the proper medical term. Uh, but uh, she kept fussing at it, and I didn't know what was going on. And my veterinarian was able to deduce that the poor little thing, it had slipped in there. So when you take your dogs out on hikes, especially this summer, you need to go a head-to-tail examination. You know, put your dog 
in some place, like if you have a small dog, put them on top of the washer machine or something so you're waist high, so you're not bending over, and just methodically go ear to head to neck to torso to legs to tail and check for any burrs, spurs, or those nasty foxtails. Really check inside the ears, too, because this was not a pleasant experience for poor little Cleo. Foxtails are are no fun at all, and, you know, you also want to check probably for ticks um, if you're in an area where where they are. You know, that's a great call, so make sure you're up to date on your flea and tick as well. doesn't mean that a tick may not try to travel for a little ride on your pet, but so check your coat of your pet. And with the trim line, i got to tell you, you know, sometimes accidents happen, and so if you have the trim line there, the dog or the cat can't get to any sutures on their belly or on their paws, and yet they can still eat and sleep and drink and, and you know, still have make the best out of uh, on a road trip. Exactly. Yeah, they can still have fun on the trip and just not be able to get to their owie spot. Yeah. So I think it's trimlineinc.com, and they even have a YouTube Yeah, you video. can check out the YouTube channel. It's the Soft Blue Collar channel. It's youtube.com slash the Soft Blue Collar. So oh, go ahead and check that out, and, and you can see it in action, see some some vets and vet techs and people using the, the Trimline Collar to see how it works and if uh, it would be a good fit for your pet. Okay. So we got safety done. We got the, you know, the carrying. Now, for all you out there that uh, have an overworked vacuum cleaner like I do because you have a dog that sheds or a cat that sheds, I'm happy to announce that Chipper, my dog, is a golden retriever husky. That is the two most shedding breeds on this planet. I mean, she's got a great personality, thank goodness, but boy, does this girl shed. So I'm here in Sedona, and I'm staying at one of the few places in the country that actually has a timeshare that allows pets. It's called the Sedona Pines Resorts. So I'm looking at Chipper, and she's looking a little fuzzy, Dana. So I whipped out my Furminator de-shedding tool, and I spent about 30 minutes with her one morning. I thought there was a snowstorm in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) And when I got done, my traveling companion said, Oh, my gosh, Chipper looked like she lost weight. <laughs> That's too funny. She probably she helped a lot better, too. Oh, she did. And what I like about it, it, it gets the undercoat and all the loose hair. It's real easy. And all you guys out there, it's got that nice ergonomic kind of handle so your wrist doesn't hurt. Because trust me, when you got a dog as big as Chipper who sheds, it takes a bit of time to do it, but I really liked it. So that's an easy thing to put in your bag. If you have a pet that does shed, if you have a dog like a poodle that really needs to be more clipped at a groomer, you know, more of a soft brush works better on them. But for all the shedders, the cats and the dogs who shed, I don't know. I think the Furminator is a must-have. I agree. Something that's a bit of a misnomer is in a bunch of, um, in many of the pet breed books out there, it it suggests that pugs do not shed. Oh, okay. contraire. <laughs> <laughs> pugs are shedders through and through, and the Furminator uh, is fantastic, even for short-haired dogs like, like pugs. That's a good point. And the same thing with beagles. People think, oh, a beagle. But the beagle okay. hair is that short hard that just sits into your fabric on your sofa and it's almost like I'm not leaving I'm not leaving I'm not leaving so you're right don't be fooled by a short haired dog's coat yep <laughs> now luckily, the other thing luckily there's a furminator to to help uh help get it out of there yeah i think they come in four sizes now the last thing i think everybody should consider especially when space is an option when you're packing 
they make these nifty collapsible bowls. It's called Popware for Pets, and I use them on the trip to Sedona. I use them all the time. I even have a couple stored in the back end of my car. They're in different sizes for your dog or your cat, and they can be food or water bowls, and they basically pop into a form to be able to hold the water or the kibble, and they have this nifty little uh, hole on it that you can clip with this little metal clip and clip it onto your belt loop if you're hiking. But they waste. I know you do a lot of you do a lot of hiking with the, with your pets. Does that come in handy? Uh, oh my God, yes! Because you get your hands free. You're not having to carry lug a heavy ceramic or stainless steel bowl with you because that just will just suck up all the space in your bag, right. right? And so on the Sedona trip, I just had you know they weigh like feathers and they're very durable. They're easy to clean. You can just toss them in the dishwasher. So put this on your list, folks. Popware for pets, and they come in different kind of fun styles and colors so if you're really into fashion you can actually color coordinate with your you know your beagle (laughs) (laughs) those are some of the things i think that are important for people to have when it comes to you know some must-have different products now if you're looking for a place on where to travel with your pet where there's not going to be a door slammed in your face because you got a tail wagger or a purr machine with you you got to go to fido friendly magazine just go to fidofriendly.com I'm a, an editor with the magazine, and they actually have a pet travel club, Dana. So just like AAA for the two-leggers, there's a pet travel club where you can get some discounts at staying at different places. If uh, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so subscribe to Fido Friendly Magazine. And uh, Chipper and Cleo and I, we've gone everywhere, all over the country. We've been in uh, pet-friendly places in now Sedona. We've been... In Denver, we went on some ski trips. We've been to New York City. We've been on a houseboat. So uh, up in upstate, uh, upper northern California, there's a lot of places that are welcoming dogs that are well-mannered or cats. But uh, if you want to find out where they are, just go to FidoFriendly.com. How does the Pet Travel Club work? Do you become a member or are your pets a member? Well, you and your pets have one membership. You subscribe to Fido Friendly, and then you get a little card, and you can show that when you go to different hotels. And on their website, it tells you which ones are participating, so you can know how to do that. But, hey, these days, the economy's kind of tight. You can save 5-10% sometimes. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we were talking about packing, and there are some other things. I don't know about you, Dana, but... When you go on a road trip with your dog or your cat, this is not the time to experiment with new foods or just letting them drink out of a river. It's called Giardia, folks. There are some cooties in water that is not clean, and if your dog licks it, they could be spending part of their road trip at a veterinarian's. So what I or, always re- or antifreeze at a rest stop along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep an eye on what your dog or cat is doing and what they're eating. So you do need to to measure your dog's food or your cat's food like you do at home. And there are some hotels that have little mini refrigerators or microwaves. So I think those are great and uh, get, you know, like one of those little lids for the can of your dog food. And just bring bottled water. You know, treat your dog to some clean water and uh, make sure you clean out the bowls. Are there any other kind of rundown of tips you might have, Dana? Um, no, just as, as you pack up for your own treats in the car, you know, if you have the, the road trip snacks, you know, you want to make sure that you have um, some treats for the, the pets and that 
you make sure that they're, they stay hydrated. Yeah, we don't want them going through the drive-thru with you at McDonald's <laughs> and eating a Big Mac because one, like a, like, this is a weird fact, but a beagle, for example, if you gave your beagle a big old burger, right, that would mm-hmm. be like a 150-pound person eating five burgers. And there will be a reason why your dog's nickname would be Pickle Barrel at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> And also, that kind of food, we know, eh, I don't want to knock uh, McDonald's because they do have some healthy selections on their menu. But for dogs, you can risk getting things like pancreatitis when you feed them two rich foods or foods that have some grease in it. So have some healthy treats for your dog. If you go through the drive through on a road trip, make sure you reach in the glove compartment and give your dog a healthy treat that's made for dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the other thing that we don't always remember to do when we're on trips, on vacations, and I think this is where dogs come in handy, is we forget to maybe have a little workout or exercise. We seem to want to go and get up when we get up and walk over to the you know all-you-can-eat buffet and then get on a tour bus and then go out to dinner and go to sleep. Well, if you really want to have a great vacation... If you actually have some fun working out, you'll be able to uh, keep yourself at a healthy weight and you will find that you'll sleep better. So one trick I wanted to share with people is to get up in the morning and take your dog on a long, fun walk. And if your dog needs to be in a harness, that's fine. Make sure you pack a lot of uh, extra poop bags. But... Or or find out where the nearest dog park or or dog beach might be, you know, and, and try a new place. Yeah, exactly. And and what you're doing is by working out together, you're more apt to work out with your dog. I don't know about you, Dana, but I sometimes diss my friends who want me to meet them at the gym to work out because I'm like, uh, I may not have my right outfit on or blah, blah, blah. But our dogs don't care what we look like. True. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> so I encourage people when they're on a road trip with their dogs, and if they're taking a long drive like we had, the 10-hour drive, we actually took all four of the dogs for when we got to one of these, you know, little arrest stations. They all got to be on like a little 10-minute power walk with us, and it helps a lot. I mean, they do their little bodily functions, but they also don't get so stiff and sore, you know, being in the car. Yeah, Yeah, especially for a long drive. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing that's very important, and I don't want to neglect the cats, but we're almost out of time, but if you do travel on a trip with your cat, you got to be careful when you're in a hotel room or when you're going through airport security. They're going to make you take your cat out of the carrier to go through the security area. So that means you need to have your cat already in a harness. Do you get to carry your cat through the security in your in your arms? Yes, which is why you want a, a harness on that cat so that they don't go spring-free and run throughout the uh, airport. And so make sure that you have your cat on a harness and you have it leashed so when, they, when the nice gentleman or lady says, you need to remove your cat from the carrier to walk through. It's not and a everybody, catastrophe. Yeah, and everybody, that's right. And everybody behind you is like, hurry up, lady, hurry up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can carefully do that. And, again, you can spray the carrier with feel-away. It's kind of a feline pheromone. Dr. Arnie Plotnick has a cat practice in Manhattan. He, does, he recommends that on a road trip. It just kind of keeps them calm, and, and it isn't a drug. It is sort of a natural way to, to give a cat a, a way to naturally relax or chill. But be careful when you do that. But once you get into the hotel room, 
Make sure you have a disposable litter box. You can actually get them at local supermarkets, and they're not that expensive. And they have they have these peel-off lids, so they have enough litter, and you can be able to take care of your kitty's duties. Do not let your cat just roam free in the hotel room when you first get in there. You kind of have to do pet-proofing. Make sure there's no little spot your cat can get under, like under the bed. Some hotel rooms, you can't do anything under the, you know, there's nothing under the bed, but some do. And I don't know about you, Dana, but good luck trying to get a scared feline out from the middle underneath of a king-size bed. Not even an NBA player has long enough arms to reach that cat. <laughs> yeah, that's not how you want to be spending your vacation is <laughs> no. pushing a cat out from under the bed. No. So make sure you bring some cleanup products. But when you are in the hotel room, before you let your cat out of the carrier to explore, close the closet door. Put down on the toilet lid. Shut it down. You don't want a swimming cat. And do something to block the perimeter of the bed to prevent your cat from getting under the bed. Then show her the litter box and then show her the travel bowls with the food and water. And for goodness sakes, put on a do not disturb sign on the doorknob. You don't want the maid to come in when you least expect yep. it and have your cat running down Run to the front to the lobby. Yeah. 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 In fact, what I try to do when I'm staying at a place for more than a day or two, I usually just ask the person for some clean towels. They don't have to clean my room and leave a nice tip at the end because if we are good pet and travel ambassadors and we reward the people that are cleaning up the rooms afterwards, that means more hotels are likely to open their doors to us. That's a really good point. Yeah, in order to have more more pet friendly hotels and you know keep it clean, keep keep it a good thing. Yeah. So we've been talking today about how to make your next road trip a little bit safer and more fun. I've got to say, at the end of our trip, Dana and Sedona, we had a great time. The dogs got to go to an amazing dog park where you get to see the red rocks, you know, and get the old vortex and woohoo, you know, from Sedona. We toured the Humane Society in Sedona, brand new place, beautiful. They really know how to bring out the best in dogs and cats needing adoption. I was laughing because I went into a pet store and there was a whole rack of different people who are animal communicators, you know. Only in Sedona. (laughs) Only in Sedona. And we found an amazing pet sitter when we uh, we were taking a day trip to the Grand Canyon And obviously, that's not as well. They don't put the welcome out for dogs and cats. And it was a 12-hour day. So my travel pal and I, we found through Pet Sitters International a very nice lady named Filsha who came and in the morning and in the afternoon to be able to walk and uh, feed our four dogs while we went oohing and on at the Grand Canyon. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure the the pets had a good day as well. Oh, yeah. With their new pet sitter. Yeah, so it's very important to do that. Make sure you bring all your paperwork if you have to temporarily board your pet for a day so that um, like they need to be up-to-date doggies on their Bordetella and all their vaccinations. The kitties need to have all their proof of uh, rabies and wonderful things like that. So it's just one page. Make sure you bring it with you, or if you can download it on your phone or something, go ahead and do that. So all in all, we had a great trip. We did make some frequent breaks. If you're going to make a road trip with your dogs, don't expect them to be sitting there um, practicing kegels in the back for six hours. Every two or three hours, all of you take a break, get out, stretch. Before you open up that door, though, make sure your dog is on a leash before you open up the door. You don't want them bolting out. Very true. 
And fortunately, my dogs know the command, stay, stay. And they're like, okay, we're ready. So four dogs, two people, one SUV, we survived, and we actually thrived in Sedona. So I hope you... successful trip. Yeah, yeah. And that we're ready for our next road trip, so we're heading to Palm Springs. You know? All right. That's right. So Dana Humphrey from Whitegate PR, I'm very happy you could be on the show with us. Again, for those who want to win a prize, Sturdy Products is giving away one of their Sturdy Bags in the next May issue of Ardenmore Knows Pets. And just go to fourleggedlife.com for the details. Dana, is there anything else you'd like to add before we bid adieu? Well, just bring your pets on the road if you're if you're ready to have fun with them. And if some, not all trips are created equal. Not all trips are for the pets. So if you don't think they're going to have fun, you know, get a great pet sitter and leave them at home, and maybe bring them on the on the next trip. That's a good advice. That's right. That's right. I agree. So everybody, again, Dana Humphrey of White Gate PR. Thank you for being a guest today. Thank you. Pause up, Arden. Thank you, Dana. And I also give a big pause up to Mark Winter, our producer. He is the man who is like the Wizard of Oz. He's behind that magic curtain, and he makes this show happen each and every week. I invite all of you to go to the Pet Life Radio website. We have lots of great shows that cater to any of your pet needs and wants and desires and interests, even lizards, birds, oh my. And go check out fourleggedlife.com and see how you can win a sturdy bag in the May issue. So, everyone... Until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave! with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>